Choo choo baby, what's cracking with you? Welcome to the Mean Way Morning Show. Dawn, night, no, morning. What is it? Saturday morning fever. That's what it is. It's disco time. Get up on that table. Get up on that thing. It's a great day, I think. I think it's going to be a great day. Had some more computer problems this morning. One of my monitors isn't working. The machine, the streaming machine won't switch on. And there was no sound. But hey, the people who were locked in live let me know there was no sound. And that was fixed. So now we're cooking with gas. Let's just go, Boom Muffin. You smart. What's going on? Yeah. This be my understanding. It's not your fault. All this fans are demanding. I must admit, it's my pride that made me different. All because I hope that you'd be someone different. There's not much I know about you. You will always make you mind. I'm going to throw that chat up on the screen. Let's get some noise being constructed. Shampoo 13 says I look forward to this stream the way I looked forward to Saturday morning cartoons 30 years ago I was thinking about that the other day I was thinking my son doesn't have the Saturday morning cartoon thing so that's sad I used to have that and then I thought yeah this is sad he has all this stuff that I never had and it's not like my dad had Saturday morning cartoons because he didn't Saturday morning cartoons was exclusive to my generation Maybe the maybe the very blurred edges of another one. It's not like that's the birthright of humans since the dawn of time. What up, DJ Little Fever? How you doing, you bad man? Make some noise, everybody. Let me see who's here. Do me a favor. If you if you have the ability, host the stream. Post this link in an Instagram story, a Discord, a tweet. A parlor. Let's see how big we can get this morning. Let's see how much flexing we can do this morning. We got the records. We got the sparkling wit. We got the personality. We got the most beautiful dance floor. Got DJ Little Fever. Got walking Morpho screaming at a computer. How can we lose? Play it every night. Play it every night. 
Trey TK, what's cracking? had a flashback. I just had a flashback to like 10 years ago. Playing Red Dead Redemption. The original Red Dead Redemption. Making bear piles in the woods. You used to do this thing in Red Dead Redemption in the first one when you went hunting. You kill a bear and you leave it there and then more bears would come because of the dead carcass or something. And then you kill those bears. And you just make a bear pile. Like a great big pile of bears. It made me very happy doing that. Red Dead Redemption 2 is an amazing game, but it was uh, the hunting was not as good. The uh, you used to get like that powder or whatever it was in the first one. You put it down, and then it would make animals come. The bait, the bait didn't work in Red Dead 2, and I was never able to make a bear pile. Anyway, 
as my reminiscence for the day. What's going on with my memory? I keep getting weird flirty flashbacks. says Red Dead such a good game when it plays that song as you ride into Mexico for the first time so good oh man the feelings that compass song isn't it Let's go. Full killer 3644 says, I still feel bad about killing all them Sasquashes. Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare. How many? I only remember one. International high five time, I think it is. All I want to know today is let me know where in the world you are, where in the world you are, and what's the vibes today. I need a vibe check. Checking in on the vibes. Where are you and what's the vibes? I think about you. I think about you. 
Easier to say, says the vibe is freedom. Non-Nagatosh, vibes are loose. Huh. Kyla, blah, blah, most grateful of vibes. Nice. Freshly 901, M-Town, Turkey Vibes, oh yeah, how long till Thanksgiving, is it Thanksgiving, uh, when is it Thanksgiving, it must be soon, hey good news, choo choo motherfucker, Vibes. Don Don Nakatash, Louisiana, Vibes of Jocko, yeah. Full Killer, Maryland, the vibe is transformational and powerful, nice. How's your life authoring going? Hey, thank you for the bits, Greg. What up, Slimy Pile? What up, neighbor? Austin, Texas. Today is a new day. Sure, it is. Gay play TK. What's cracking? Oh, weird. My messages disappeared. Columbus, Ohio, epic vibes only. Yeah, it is. Porsche, Plains of Kansas, vibes are nirvanic. Akira. That's a good word. Elvis Presley says Thursday. What's Thursday? Thursday's Thanksgiving. Oh, Black Friday's the day after Thursday. That means Thanksgiving's on Thursday. Thursday. Oh, shoot. That's very soon. Rick 109988 is waiting for the restoration of free speech. Ha! 
What you waiting on, baby? Who you waiting on? Don't be waiting for Jack. Don't be waiting for them creepy face tech guys. I think you're gonna have to do that yourself. The only way to restore free speech is to claim it. And to use it. And to do it. Think. Shouts out to America, land of the land of the me. I am in America. In America there is a thing called free speech. It doesn't exist in the UK, did you know that? I think we used to have it, I think it was in the Magna Carta, but they got rid of it or something. I know, you don't have it in the UK, it doesn't actually exist. Pretty weird, certain things that you just take for granted, you know? So they try to take them away from you. Yo, Kai my 77 school's out for Thanksgiving. Yeah, my son was complaining about this, you know, we homeschool him, always have. Way before Tom Hanks came to town with his ridiculousness. Herc was playing with some of his homies on, uh, you know, the computer. He's like, uh, Dada, Dada, uh, everyone's got the week off because of Thanksgiving. Can I have the week off? No. No. And he does like two hours school a day anyway. That's the cool thing is when you're homeschool, you know, most of school is just wasting time. You know what I mean? Moving from place to place, sitting down, shouting at them, making, trying to get them to be ord- orderly, all that. So you can get a full day of schooling. You just concentrate into a couple of hours if you're, if you're focusing it, you know? Like, nah, you ain't having a week off. Cheeky monkey, I ain't having a week off. What up, kind OP? Beep, 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 beep. That's a good thing to say. I like it. practice those things. One Atkins strings of life back there, easier to say. Uh, possibly. Why? Well, I can't remember. It's been a long time. Shouldn't have left you. Elvis Freshly 901 says the UK is nuts. You can get arrested for insulting someone. Yeah, nowadays. No, it's so weird. You know, when I was a kid, that's all anybody in the UK did. The UK was one big happy hate crime. You know, you'd step outside your house, someone would throw a brick at you and shout, faggot! Excuse me. But they would. That was the UK in the in the late 80s and the 90s and the early zeros. I don't know, and apparently now the police are going to people's houses and arresting them for saying mean things on Facebook. It's such a drastic about turn. You know, the UK was like a really, you know, like robustly abusive place for uh, for the entirety of its history, as far as I know. Up until a couple of years ago, they're suddenly like, now you're not allowed to say mean things anymore. Everyone in the UK is like, what? That's the basis of our culture. What are you talking about? That's how we express familiarity. That's how we express love and also hatred. With exactly the same words. What are you talking about? I can't call my best friend a C-word to his face or throw a brick at that guy over there because he's wearing a blouse, then what even is this country? I feel terrible for people in the UK, you know. I don't know what they're going to do. How, what are they going to do? I don't know how they're going to adjust. I don't know if they are. Twitch here, Alex, is Canada is where the whole compelled speech thing began. Yeah, and who came out? A certain, a certain snippy boy came out and said, Hey, this isn't a good idea. Forcing people to say certain words is not a good idea. 
I've read some books about the past that lead me to this radical conclusion. It was a shah, you crazy, you evil. How dare you, you nasty man. Anyway, never mind all that. We're having a disco party. Disco party! Jake Get One says, just got on Twitch for the first time. Late to the party, but at least I'm at the party. Well, you're at the part of the party where we, uh, you know, we slow it down a second and we see who everyone is and where everyone's at. And, uh, and we do a thing called the International High Five and then we get kicking again. We get kicking right back. Baby, baby, baby. Yo, Patrick Smith says, C-word, lol. Fortune says, you just found the most enlightened DJ in the universe. Welcome, Jake Gooey One. Hey. You cuties, Doug Zilla says, this is why we love you, Akira. You're very nice. You're also very nice this morning. Also very lovely. Also very lovely. Jake Gweet and uh, Gweet One in Kansas City. Shares has all the homies in Kansas. I was in Kansas this time last year. Did you know that? Doing the first ever Meaning Wave show. How strange. Now here we are in the future. Who could have guessed it? Who could have guessed it? Alrighty, baby. It's National High Five time. You know what to do? Done is good. Three, two, one, five. Yeah, yeah. Hold it. Hold that thing. Slimy pile giving out one tier one. Come on, sub gift. That's nice of you. Yo. Nice. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. 
Shouts out to everyone who's uh, hosting. Shouts out to Arrival, just subscribed for six months. Six months is a flex. Yeah, proud of you, baby. Man like Arrival. King of the sub-gifting community. Pow. So six more plus. We'll see what we can do. I mean, we are now on day 100, uh, 251. We're on day 251 of the simultaneous uh, sequential. Streaming. Come on. new Meaning Wave Christmas collection over at MeaningWave.com. Much requested by you. Cure the Don. We want Christmas sweaters, said the people. We said, okay. How's about the best Christmas sweaters of all time? And hey, about jog- how about joggers? And how about velvet joggers? Do you want velvet joggers? Do you want velvet lo-fi Christmas joggers? Because you can get them velvet. It's beautiful. And uh, yeah. That's rather exciting. Lo-Fi Christmas, a Lo-Fi Christmas miracle. The album drops on Friday. Get on over to MeaningWave.com today, baby, and get your Christmas gear sorted. Uh, Frankly, you know, what I I understand is that the whole point of Christmas is to take a family photo where you're all wearing the same thing, you know? And uh, we got you covered. We got you covered in that regard. What you want to do is go on over to MeaningWave.com and uh, get a whole gang of these uh, MeaningWave Christmas uh, items. They're very, very beautiful. They're very, very comfy. They're, like I said, they're coming velvet. Did you know? Velvet. You can get a velvet t-shirt, velvet uh, tra- joggers, tights, jumpers, sweaters, hoodies, all of that. Uh, you know, amazing quality and uh, made in the USA. And you can get those, and you can all dress up the same for Christmas and take one of those amazing posed photos and be the envy of your whole family, you know? If you want to stunt on that annoying brother-in-law, then that's the way to do it, by Joe. Yes, it is. And uh, keep an eye out for Meaning Wave uh, for Lo-Fi Christmas. A Lo-Fi Christmas miracle next Friday. And we dropped a new music video on the YouTube channel yesterday. Uh, So go check that out, too. Ho, 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 baby.
Shouts out to Ryle who's doing that thing where he gives people subs. It's very nice. How you feeling out there, baby? Yeah. Yeah. What's everyone doing for Thanksgiving anyway? 
How many people you have in your own house? I hope it's 500. Yeah. Wish I knew 500 people in the vicinity. I know 500 people. I just realized I know thousands of people. Imagine that. I know thousands of people. Whoa. Yeah, Jake, get one. Jake, great one. Gonna get that run on in the morning stream. Get a good feeling, baby. You gotta get after it. Ow! Fisher yeah. Alex says four followers away from 1,400 here on a TWITCH. Is that correct? Here on TWITCH, we are four followers away from 1,400. We are uh, 13 uh, views away from 16,000, and uh, we are uh, four subs away from 270. Uh, roughly 964 viewers away from 1,000. Boom Muffin says he's going to be out delivering pies. Yo, not all heroes wear capes. Wow. Twenty seventy six is also making pies. What's with the pies? Is that a part of the thing that I hadn't noticed before? I don't pay enough attention. Oh yeah, it is. I remember now. I remember uh, my first when we moved here this time. Was it 2014, 2013? We went to Simon Menswear White's house for Thanksgiving, and we took pies. Yeah, you do have pies. I remember now. I remember those days. Yo. Hercules was a tiny baby and he was dressed in a little lion costume. It was so cute.
Yo, shouts out to my favorite Diana Ross. It's her house and she lives here. Diana Ross, you my favorite. Hey. Such relatable subject matter. Such a beautiful voice. Shouts out to 27.6. About to learn how to make pies. Life is good. Yeah, make some noise. Oh, boo.
Uh oh. Saturday morning fever. Swimming as well. YMCA dripping springs, you can go swimming. Very cool. Can ya? Can ya? Can ya? Question 2076. Question. I write futuristic sci-fi fantasy dystopian novel. If, should I name it 2076, 2176, or 2276? On the one hand, I want to see revolutions of our social, cultural, and political system in my lifetime. On the other hand, there's a trend of writers dating their books too early and overestimating human technological progress. I don't think it matters. I think one thing, I mean, if you're trying to actively affect the culture, if something's far in the future, people think, ah, far in the future, and they they, they have more difficulty connecting it to themselves, connecting it to their own world. 
they assume other things happened in the in-between and this, that, and the other. So, like, I think there's a reason that people put them, uh, you know, a lot of the sort of famous dystopian fictions were placed quite close to us. The effective ones. You like this could happen pretty quick, which is true. I mean, flipping heck, you only have to look at this year to see how quickly um, certain sort of dystopian things can be implemented. You know what I mean? Uh, 2076, quite far away. A lot could happen, but I don't know. I don't think it really matters. Um, but yeah, definitely putting things closer to just gives people the feeling that it could happen here. It could never happen here, they said, and then it did. Ooh. I remember I used to read uh, Dead Set comic books, you know, when I was about eight. And some of them, the ones that were set in the far, far future, I definitely had a disconnect to. Rather than I remember uh, one of the stories was set in like 2020, and that felt close enough. I was like, oh, I'll be, you know, I'll be, uh, I'll be uh, 40 or something. When that, um, when that comes out, I could see that happening. They had a story set in 2020, and it was with the Iron Man of 2020. Who was, uh, and was it um, Anthony Stark? He was like the, the son or nephew of Tony Stark. He was kind of a dick, you know? But anyway, thinking about how I felt about those stories as a little kid, and the way you feel about things as a little kid is a good barometer, because... There's a truth in that, you know? And it's something you can tell. It's something you know. It hasn't been uh, covered by the blanket of society, so to speak. And I felt more engaged with those stories, the stories that were set closer. And they had also... In those stories, there was something... There were technological weirdnesses that haven't happened yet, but there were other things that, like... In those stories that we went and got in the 90s. Never read Transmetropolitan. I always advise people, read Transmetropolitan. Because oh, it's like the greatest thing of all time. It's a very, very good comic, but it's a great exercise in futurism. And, and much of what was uh, written about in that has already come to pass. And then other things you can see them just coming, just coming over the hill. Shouts out to the Jacksons. You ever see the music video for that song? Can you feel it? So good. They're like giants striding through a city. That, whole, that music video is basically my full-blown aesthetic. Oh. Neon cosmic space giants. Cool killer 3644 says optimistic and wrong than pessimistic and right when it comes to sci-fi for me. Well, that's another thing. I've been saying this for a long time. If you're going to write some sci-fi, plus, plus, can we have uh, some uh, some visions of beauty and glory? We've had so many dystopian horror stories, uh, so many so-called warnings. And they, they mostly came true. 
All them things from the 80s, they all came true. People say to me, I'm in Texas, they're like, oh, what's Los Angeles like these days? I say, it's like Robocop. That's what it's like. It's like we've seen this movie, you know, and um, we had them all, you know, we had, we had Terminator, we had 1984, we had Brave New World, we had Fahrenheit. All of them, baby, and they all came true in some degree. So how's about we write something uh, that we'd like to happen? You know, and that's, I always say, you know, we always go Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah, it's only that. Only that. And then they did this new series, which I didn't watch because I'm not a moron. Picard. And it's like, ah, yeah, but what if Picard, what if it was like, you know, oh, uh, you know, immigration and racial division. And what if the Federation was actually like awful and uh, shut up. The whole point of Star Trek is that they fixed all those problems. And now they're dealing with other things. It's like, hey, what if we weren't dealing with these boring fucking things that have been plaguing us for however long and have been used to divide us for however long? These unimportant, inconsequential, surface-level fucking boring things. All this boring bullshit that people have been like arguing about, particularly ferociously since 2013. Imagine if all that like energy had been put into something useful like, I don't know... Anything else? You're bloody hell. Some of the greatest minds of our generation were preoccupied with arguing about toilets and stupid shit. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if you're a creative person, you know, I've got a lot of fans who are scientists and like, you know, they, they used to write me letters, this whole group of scientists, and they were telling me what was going on with the bees and stuff like that. They were giving me bee updates back in the day. I remember one of them wrote to me one time and he said, hey, by the way, uh, you know, like, uh, a lot of us science types, we're not necessarily creative in the way that you artist types are creative. He said, like, you know, we'll read an idea in a book or, or, or that we've seen in a movie or a song, and we're like, oh, hey, how can we make that real? He's like, so you, you guys have a huge responsibility. Uh, because us, the scientific community, we will make real what you imagine. I wish we so, uh, dream a better dream, baby. That's what I would say. Anything man dreams uh, becomes real eventually. That's how powerful man is. That's how powerful the mind of man is, you know. So, dream a better dream, baby. And, uh, yeah, write that sci-fi book. Set it close to now and make it awesome. Make it a world that we want to live in. You can have danger in that story. You can have adventure in that story. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I look forward to reading it. Controversy. That's Terrence McKenna right there. People call me rude. I wish we all were nude. Reclaim your mind. Yeah. What up, Purple Team Llama? But I was just listening to Akira the Dawn on YouTube, and then I realized, hey, I could listen to Akira the Dawn live. Ha! What a time to be a... Live. Live. 
Kib Van Der Zee says reverse engineering the future in real time. Quite. We got sliding doors. We got the telecommunication device. We got the jetpacks now. Let's think of some more cool shit. Yeah, yeah. Shouts out to Demolition Man. Everyone's talking about Demolition Man right now. As Demolition Man came true. There's another one. Yeah, by the way, I don't know if you saw, I can't show the screen on the screen right now because one of my machines isn't working properly, but uh, the monolith showed up. Hugh HP says, mysterious object found in the middle of nowhere during count of bighorn sheep. And uh, something that looks like the monolith from 2001 AD, but it's silver, has appeared in Utah. <laughs> of course. Of course, most likely, it's just a piece of sheet metal placed in the ground as a prank or a hoax. Of course. 
Still waiting on them aliens, you know what I mean? That they check off gunned back in March. Still got six weeks of 2020 left. Got it all to play for, baby. Swag. Swag.
Transitions from the boy. She's crazy like a fool. What a daddy. I'm crazy like a fool. Ow. What about daddy? Hey. Daddy. Daddy cool. What's up, though? Daddy. 
Ra. Sure, Alex, prepare warp drive.
yeah. Well up, though. Thank you for being it this morning. I'm gonna go off and get some work done. Jazz has everybody locked in live. You're gonna go raiding someone. Uh, be, be nice. Don't be annoying. Be lovely. Praise the baby Jesus. It's Thanksgiving on Thursday. And I'm grateful to you, baby. How are you? Hey. We'll be back tonight on YouTube, 7CT on YouTube. Go meaningwave.com, check out the new Christmas merch collection. Epic new Christmas Christmas garments over at meaningwave.com, go check that out. Check out the new Christmas video that dropped on YouTube as well. You can pre-order the album on Bandcamp, a lo-fi Christmas miracle, 15 epic Christmas jams. They've all got uh, amazing uh, live instrumentation on them. Uh, we've got amazing saxes. We've got amazing brasses. We've got amazing flutes. It's very, 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 very Christmas. You'd be like, wow, this is really Christmas. This is like incredibly Christmas. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. 